Welcome to the Call to Serve podcast. An inside look at missionary service and its lifelong impact. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Called to Serve podcast. I'm Nathan, and uh, Max is here today. So, uh, yeah, Max, hello. yeah, how are you? Doing great. How are you, Nathan? <laughs> you know, Max, I'm living the dream. Living the dream. Throwback to those, uh, throwback to our, uh, you know, the beginnings of the podcast when we first, <laughs> first started uh, recording. Yeah. What was that? Over almost two years ago. Yeah, two years in January. But uh, everyone, this is our 100th episode. Yes, we're so excited. This is crazy. And yeah, it's just to look back and think about when we started. Uh, if you were to tell me where we are now and where we would be in a couple of years, I wouldn't believe you at first. Yep, <laughs> but, you'd be a liar. Yeah, but uh, now that we're here, just we're blown away. We're so grateful for the support from you listeners that have tuned in from all over the globe. It's truly been a humbling experience for us to see uh, how many of you have been able to listen to and benefit from the podcast and the episodes and most importantly, the guests that we've been able to bring on to our show and get their perspective and opinions on life and the the mission. And so we wanted to kind of just give like a, a quick summary recap of some things and update you all on what's been happening. So I've been helping out with the journals and focused more on on that side of things and making sure that uh, episodes get published that Nathan's been recording so well. And uh, it's been great. We want to continue our two episode a week schedule for you, our listeners, to get to benefit from, as well as we have been working on more and more journals, and we're excited to say that there's going to be more coming out uh, over the next couple of weeks of the, from the day of this being published, as well as uh, more content to be published as we kind of are shifting a little bit, getting more return missionaries to freshen things up on the episodes. Nathan, you want to talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. It's been exciting. Um, you know, a lot of our uh, episodes have been, you know, recently have been with, you know, those preparing for a mission and those are amazing. Those are excellent. Just to, just to listen and just hear, you know, their experiences and what led them to be where they are now, you know, preparing for a mission. And many of you that are listening are probably in that boat. Um, but it's also cool to hear from those that have already served, you know, that have recently gotten back, um, and like Max said, we've got those coming down the pipe and it's, it's pretty exciting just getting to hear uh, from them, you know, what experiences they had, you know, the things they learned from their experiences and um, just powerful, you know, just hearing, you know, how their, their why evolved over time, you know, cause you go out for one reason, but usually generally like everyone I've talked to said, Oh yeah, well my reason for staying was different than the reason I originally went on the mission. And so, yeah, pretty exciting but we're getting into some of those episodes here uh, here shortly i know we had a we released a couple recently as well already yeah. but uh, there's uh, there's more so uh, stay tuned yeah for sure and just to run some stats by y'all just to let you know what's what's been happening since we started uh, two years ago we the first year we got about uh, a thousand listeners so a thousand of you listened and, and enjoyed the podcast faithful and listeners faithful <laughs> listeners right with us from the beginning and the second year we've gotten over three thousand 
so far. And the year's not quite done. It's close, but not quite done. More than double. And more than double. Yeah, three times. And, you know, we've expanded. We started out. I think we had just a, you know, one or two countries. I think it was just the U.S. and Canada that first year that listened. We're now in, we've had people listening from, you know, a total of 32 different countries. And that's just been wonderful to see yeah at this this year so thank you and for those of you that are international right if there's something that you are hoping to see from the podcast um either from you know if there's enough of demand from a country we can do more of those spanish episodes if you're liking those we can do a couple more things like that to interview people from from around the globe so if you are listening you know in another country and you want to to be on the podcast reach out to us through our email that we'll put in the episode or the podcast description in this episode description yeah and even if and even if you speak a different language aside from spanish you know i mean if you want to you just record yourself you know in in your native tongue sharing your why for serving yeah you know your story we're we're super happy to get that uh, get that on the show as well. You know, obviously, you know Max and I don't speak every language, but you know <laughs> if you hey, you know if you uh, if you want to share your story and you know whether it's through that or um, you know even even written, you know there's a way to do that. We're coming out with a book here shortly. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast, but you know if you've got a story to share about you know why you're serving a mission or an experience you had on your mission, um, we'd love to even you know potentially put that in the book. So. Um, definitely email us. And that kind of leads into my other point that I want to talk about is just that we love hearing from our listeners. You know, those, you know, we've had people reach out to us, whether it's through our Instagram page um, or even on email um, or even just through like, uh, I think the podcast app, someone is listening, yeah. emailed us through um, or the, the platform we use. Um, and it was, it was amazing just, you know, getting to, to hear their story and hear their enthusiasm for serving, serving the Lord. And, uh, it's it's been awesome to be able to have them on the show. Yeah, awesome, and that kind of brings in our next little talking point, and that is talking about how uh, things have been since both Nathan and I have finished our mission a couple of years ago, and talking about that, just having a genuine conversation about post mission life and what has helped each of us, you know, stay focused and, and stay true and be able to continue to be those lifelong disciples of Christ that uh, is the goal and so um, with that Nathan I'd love to hear what has been like a big experience or lesson that you learned from the mission that's helped you you feel every day since you've been home um, I think one of the biggest things I learned or I guess was I mean, I kind of knew it before the mission, but it was fortified while I was serving a mission. And that's just the importance of planning. Um, I've definitely found found that, uh, you know, life gets crazy, you know, I mean, and I haven't, it's not like I've, you know, got a, like a big family with kids or whatever, but it's just like life gets crazy. You know, you get, you get things you got to do. You got your calling, you have some, you know, school or work, you've got, you know, family obligations and things like that. And just different things that, that come up and, balancing everything is challenging when you don't have a plan and you don't have goals and I think that's one of the one of the things I learned I know it's one of the things I learned from the mission and the importance of that is just plan you know you don't have to do three or four hours of weekly planning every week it doesn't you, for me I don't I don't usually do that you know I do usually kind of have a, a weekly goal setting session 
Um, yeah. But it's not it's not like some crazy crazy ordeal. It's just you know these are some things that I'm working towards. Like I have a vision in mind, right? You have your purpose, and you have yeah. you know goals that go in line with that. And so just plan. You know, don't the same thing with like planning your time on social media. I think that's a big time waster and limiting that time has been a blessing for me. I know it's been a blessing for, for tons of people. So those are some things that I've, you know, specifically found. And, you know, when you plan, you're, you, you find that you have more time than you think you do. You know, when you plan things out, you find that you have time to read your scriptures, you have time to pray, you have time you know, for different things. And you're not going to be perfect every day. I mean, you weren't on the mission. So why do you think you would be after? (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's for me, that's really what's been one of the keys is just planning, honestly. And I mean, what about you, Max? What have been some things you've seen that have really blessed you, you know, that you've either learned or has been strengthened because of your mission? Yeah, that's good question and good that you ask i wish i learned planning as quickly as you did i definitely saw it on the mission and then i got home and it was like okay i uh just it like all left and then luckily it came back as uh, school kind of forced me to uh remember things and plan things you know after a few casualties with missed assignments but i think uh, <laughs> some things that uh, i really took away from my mission experience that I I think have really helped me each and every day is to be uncomfortable at times, right? The mission really helped me grow as as an individual and helped me have great, you know, teaching experiences and, and teaching the gospel was something that I loved while on my mission and have loved since, but haven't had the same frequency. But uh, oftentimes on the mission, it required me to get out of my comfort zone. Before my mission, and I was quiet, shy, didn't really talk to people unless they talked to me. And then on the mission, I was put in situations where I had to talk to people, or at least felt that way. And it really pushed me to grow and, and to recognize that I could be comfortable being uncomfortable. That that was a place that I could grow and develop and and not to to run away from. And so I think that's something that I have taken with me since I've been home and recognizing moments where it's like, okay, this is out of my comfort zone, but this is a great opportunity to learn and to adapt. And then I think another one that I have really come to realize and recognize was how simple yet how hard the basics can be at times, right? On the mission, I can still vividly remember sometimes thinking with uh, people that were teaching or members that are were trying to help activate, being like, why can't you just read your scriptures, right? Like, it's not that hard or go to church. And, and since I've been home, I've been able to see um, with myself and, and with others how the basics are so necessary, yet can seem so hard to recognize that right it's like really like it's just that simple we i think sometimes we overcomplicate living the gospel to the point where we get discouraged when we're not doing some incredible ministering or having the best scripture study every day by just recognizing that hey it doesn't have to be something that we romanticize in in living the gospel it can just be that quiet scripture study where 
sure you didn't learn where Kolob is, but you at least were able to feel the spirit and, and have that, uh, you know, that good moment with the Lord. And I, those have been something that I've, I've had to remind myself of is that it is that simple and it's supposed to be that simple and, uh, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a powerful principle. I mean, you just going back to what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, you know, just with some statistics, like, you know, you think about it, you know, a thousand to 3000, like that's not even that many listens to be honest. But if you think about where we were versus where we are and, and you can kind of, you know, those that are listening, like take this and apply it to you, you know, think about where you were and think about where you are and measure that. There's a book that I read um, he's actually one of the authors, a uh, member of the church. I think he served over in Pittsburgh, but uh, Dr. Benjamin Hardy and Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan, I don't think he's a member, but it's an amazing book. Um, it's called The Gap and the Gain. And it just talks about like, okay, are you measuring the gap in your life or are you measuring the gain? Because, you know, there, you can you can choose, you know, it, you can, it doesn't matter how much you're gaining or how much, you know, you're missing or how big of a gap there is, right? Like you can, you can choose which one you're going to measure. And so you can think about, okay, like, where was I a year ago? Where am I now? You know, let's measure the gain and let's take that energy and just let it push us, you know, propel us into tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just love that, that concept that you basically, that, that, that concept that you brought up, just that going back to the, you know, even a conference talk, you know, we talked about 1% better. Right? Yeah. If all you can do is just 1% better every day, then, you know, <laughs> in 10 days, you'll be 10% better than you were. 10 days ago. Yeah. And I love that principle, Nathan, of focusing on the gain, right? I think oftentimes we, we focus on the gaps in life and, but not so much of where we've come from within ourselves. And that looking back since I've been home, right? It's been, you know, hills and valleys, but I've been able to actually this past week was kind of reflecting on certain habits and things that I've been working on and trying to do better at and looking at where I was a year ago and and not even looking back at two years ago right since I've been home for over two years but just to think about the gain that I've made and how that growth that we experience on a mission and serving the Lord and teaching the gospel and and doing those things can continue far after a mission, right? And and that it shouldn't be a, a gap of, okay, I served a mission and then I came home and now my spiritual level is like down here. And I, this app of always trying to reach this like mission level of spirituality, I think can be um, a little misguided in that we're not recognizing the gain, right, that we've grown from the mission and that we can continue to grow and that it's not like there's some level we have to reach as much as it is an attitude of, of growth and being grateful for the, the growth that we're making each day. And so just thinking back, right, just a year ago, um, one example that I think has been big was, or not even a year ago, I think over this past summer, um, there was a, I was working and really investing in my hobbies. And 
I realized, I mean, President Nelson just talked about going to the temple more. And right. I realized that that was an area of my life, spiritually, that I hadn't really focused on as much as I would have liked. And so as uh, the summer ended and the semester started, I really started to grow in that regard and work on the gain and, and striving to go each week. And that's one area that um, I've seen myself grow a lot in has been uh, temple worship and something that I realized on the mission I didn't get to do a lot of due to mission limitations, but how much of a blessing that's been for my spiritual progress and growth and feeling the Spirit and getting to serve and, and represent the Lord in that way. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big area that, you know, a lot of us, you know, especially after the mission, a lot of us maybe fall short in, you know, finding time to go to the temple regularly. Um, you know, for some it's easier, you know, I mean, when the temple's just real close, it's pretty easy, but also sometimes it's not, you know, sometimes it doesn't necessarily make it easier. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good, uh, you know, maybe something that we consider setting a goal for, you know, whether it's, whether it's that or you know even if it's you're reading your scriptures or you know you want to have more meaningful prayers you know you want to just different things but uh yeah but yeah, i guess nathan yeah. is there an air, part of your life you feel like since you've been home from the mission you've been able to, to see growth in or, or have developed more so um you, you said just like since being home yeah since being home i think I think one thing is, you know, and this might, might seem kind of weird, but I think <clears throat> being a little bit more, I guess, understanding of people in some ways. Mm. Um, I feel like it was weird. So I feel like on my mission, I was really good. Then I got home and I was like, did a complete 180, like where I didn't, mm. I just like, I thought I was the coolest thing in the world. And <laughs> then, you know, <laughs> you know, you eventually get humbled. But <clears throat> yeah, I think just seeking to understand people more, trying to see things more like, you know, I would be, I would be a similar person in their circumstances, you know, living, having lived the life that they lived, I would have done the similar thing in their, in their situation, probably. I mean, I don't know, but just, yeah. you know, giving people the benefit of the doubt you know, trying to see others as God would has been, has been, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say it's better now than it was on the mission, but it's definitely improving from where I was, you know, two months ago, three months ago. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, sometimes you go down, sometimes you go up, you know, all we got to do is, yeah. you know, focus on where we're facing, right? So Agreed. if we're facing the right way, then, then we'll be there eventually. Yeah. And I, I, there's actually something that has been on my mind that I was talking about with a good friend of mine, probably about a month ago, we were on a hike. And I think when I hike, I, I think, because there's no distractions, it's just me and, and the trail, right? And um, we were talking about the gospel and and how it's, you know, been a part of our lives. Both him and I grew up in the church, and uh, I know that uh, many of those from Utah and Idaho and those states have had, you know, similar backgrounds in growing up in the church. And... Um, when I got back from my mission, right, it was, I felt a little out of place, and then I started teaching at the MTC, and that kind of was like, okay, you know, good. And then um, it was at the uh, beginning of this last summer that um, 
and I'll be a little vulnerable here, I realized that the gospel had become almost something that I did just almost like culturally. Like it was just something like as part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and not that I didn't believe. I still believed. I still remembered the experiences that I had. I didn't think for a moment that they didn't happen, but I didn't feel the same way that I had about the gospel. And I thought for sure if something like that would have happened, it wouldn't have happened, um, you know, after being home for a bit and, yeah. and really kind of settling into my life. Um, but I I had that experience for, for months and, you know, went to church, read my scriptures, I prayed. And I just, I didn't feel the same way that I had for when I was on my mission or before, or, you know, coming home. And I, it was kind of almost scary where it was like, okay, what's, what's happening, right? Like something that I felt so strongly about and so passionate about for, for pretty much my entire life, other than a, a moment of, of inactivity during my teenage years, but that I... I didn't feel that same way. And um, after a couple months of just a lot of soul searching and prayer, I realized um, that uh, I didn't always have to feel something super strong. And the feeling of that love for the gospel started to come back um, through time. And I don't know why that happened. Right? I don't. There wasn't anything necessarily big or wrong or crazy going on in my life but I it was a really powerful experience for me um, to recognize that uh, the Lord was still there even though I didn't feel as strongly about that but that he was and that was a a trial of my faith um, at that time and as I talked with my friend about it he shared that he had felt similarly um, a similar time frame as well where it was just like okay, right? Like I'm not feeling this. And I, I think that that's something that doesn't always get talked about very often. Maybe him and I are the only ones, but just that uh, sometimes you get to a point in gospel living where it's like, okay, I'm not feeling as, as strongly, right? Like as uh, I used to, I think of the scripture, like if you have felt to sing the song of redeeming love, can you feel so now? And it's like, I've had those experiences where I did, and now I don't. And uh, not because of, you know, in that LMFI, that's more because of due to sin and wickedness. But for me, it was just a, of a, just I didn't feel it. And, uh, but as I continued to live the gospel and not to stop, I realized that it, you know, came back and through service and, and through talking about it with others, that I began to have those spiritual experiences again and feel strongly about it. Um, and so... I don't know why I just I felt like I should say talk about that and say that but it was uh, if any of you listening have had that experience or are going through that just encourage you to continue to live the gospel continue to pray to open up to those you trust that you know won't judge you for that because you will get through that there is a wonderful view at the top of the mountain to go back to that hiking analogy right just when you're in the thick of it and you don't really feel that way, you're like, okay, why did I do this, right? Why am I going to church? Why am I praying when I don't feel as strongly about it, but it's there, so. Yeah, well, I think it kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier, right? With like the comfort zone. Sometimes you, we get in that, that, that complacency, that comfort area, and you know we're not, we kind of stop 
growing and things stop being quite as exciting and we just kind of meh you know it just kind of becomes bland yeah. and i think that <clears throat> that's when it's, it can be kind of dangerous if we don't you know realize that that might be you know maybe it's you know maybe it's just a, a, a phase you know maybe it's just mm-hmm. a, a day maybe it's just a week maybe it's just a month maybe it's two months you know but just under yeah i think that's that's cool that you brought that up because yeah i mean i know you're not the only one that goes through that that kind of stuff uh-huh. so i mean you know i don't know i can't say that i've you know felt it exactly how you did but i've definitely had spells of that you know where i'm like man i don't know why i'm doing this you know i'm just kind of doing it just to do it like here we go we're going to church but yeah um, you know sometimes that's all you can do you know there's certain times that you know all you got to do is just just keep going just keep going through the motions until things get there and it's kind of a like a a cycle you know you keep doing the things like you keep going through the motions and eventually like that'll become like you'll become that but also like you know you got to think you got to change the way you think and different things so like there's obviously different areas but i think all in all it just goes back to the whole thing like you know when we you know just kind of get comfortable just kind of i guess almost in a way just kind of go through the motions it just get it does, definitely gets challenging definitely less fulfilling but um that's cool that you were able to get to that that top of the mountain yeah. like you were uh, you were saying <laughs> yeah so that's excellent um again everyone thank you so much for listening mm-hmm. to the called surf podcast we are so grateful for you um like we said yeah. please reach out to us you know we got our emails in the description I believe it's in every description, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there, there is no shortage of finding the emails. So <laughs> now it's, now it's listed 100 times. So in case yeah. you, in case you missed the 90 and nine, here's the one. Yeah. <laughs> as well as through social media, right? Reach out to us through Facebook or Instagram, right? We're all, we're there. We're active. Um, let us know. We'd love to love to reach out and, and chat and hear about your experiences. Right. So, yeah. Thanks, everyone. We uh, will catch you next time. If you or someone you know is preparing for or currently serving a mission, check out the Called to Serve Mission Journals using the description below. They are specific to each mission and are based on the state or national flag. They've got a nice clean look. And Elder Richard G. Scott once said, quote, Write down in a secure place the important things you learn from the Spirit. You will find that as you write down precious impressions... Often, more will come. Also, the knowledge you gain will be available throughout your life. Close quote. The official Call to Serve mission journals are now live and available for purchase. We now have all the Australia, Mexico, and most of the United States missions live, available now. If you have trouble finding the mission you're looking for, please send us an email at calledtoservepodcast at gmail.com. Tap the link in the description below to pick up your journal today.